Welcome to Sustainability Podcast. Our podcast brings you interviews with innovative pioneers, change makers, young leaders, social workers, academicians and industry thought leaders related to the field of sustainable supply chain. Our goal is to provide sustainability professionals, young managers, academicians and anyone who is eager to make a sustainable impact and I'm your host Vishali Beth. Today our guest is Tanya Riley. Tanya is senior business development manager and expert for sustainable procurement at EcoWardis since 4 years and responsible for the dark market. EcoWardis is world's most trusted provider of business sustainability ratings, intelligence and collaborative performance improvement tools for global supply chains. Combining people, process and platform, EcoWardis team of 600 professionals from 45 nationalities combine expertise in sustainability with advanced technology and a full service solution to drive meaningful change in supply chains worldwide. Tanya career before joining EcoWardis included many years of experience in the compliance environment and as a consultant in international SAP implementation projects. Tanya regularly give lectures and workshops on sustainable procurement and business value enhancement through improved sustainability performance. So let's welcome Tanya to our show today. Yeah, oh, thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure. So in a world where supply chains are getting more and more globalized companies face the emergence of new risks which can impact their reputation or disrupt their operations what role ecovirus is playing in such a scenario Yes I think the value of companies depends more and more on the value of the supply network it has built up of course and large companies are key players in wide range of activities around the world so too often such supply chains they are only as robust as the weakest member in their supply chain so i think one of the most difficult tasks for procurement executives is to ensure that companies supply chains are solid reliable and competitive so supply chains are very dynamic and uh, due to their global dimension also facing with a lot of risks of course and it's not always predictable so of course uh, important for the sourcing process to uh, monitor them uh, actively and manage the risk this is uh, quite quite important and risk can be diverse and challenging for companies we see this every day so looking at uh, dramatic political exchange for example in brazil the trade conflict between the us and china concerns about the brexit civil wars climate change lack of resources so yes. yeah. the list is never ending <laughs> and in addition there is a focus on now sustainability mm-hmm. also in the supply chain which is sometimes driven by laws like the UK modern slavery act or sapon do in france uh, or in australia about uh, child labor but more and more also stakeholders are asking for more transparency so sure. on supply chains about their conditions under which production takes place these are concerns areas such like environment mm-hmm. social issues ethics but also the the supply chain by themselves so um access to simply reliable global csr data mm-hmm. um for supplies is becoming 
increasingly important for companies to have these data in place. So Ecovadis is specialized in this area. And as a global rating agency, we evaluate uh, the sustainability performance of global business partners to demonstrate transparency in opportunities and also in risk in the cooperation with their business partners. Interestingly, based on that, I would be interested to know what is the business model of Ecovadis? Yes, uh, so Ecovadis is a sustainability and risk assessment based on evidence. Mm-hmm. I think this is this is very important. So Ecovadis operates a collaborative platform for procurement teams on one hand, but also for suppliers on the other hand, mm-hmm. to uh, provide CSR ratings in form of scorecards that can be easily shared uh, within the CSR network of the Ecovadis, but also for external stakeholders. So the Ecovadis results are easy reading scorecards Mm -hmm. that helps companies to monitor and I think more important to improve sustainability practices in their supply chains. So at the moment, only to give you an idea, uh, we are covering more than 190 purchasing categories in over 152 countries worldwide. So improvements, of course, achieve much more faster in a collaborative approach than as a company is doing that by themselves mm-hmm. in, in with, I don't know, uh, questionnaires mm-hmm. they are asking. So it's, yeah. it's hard work. <laughs> but uh, we offer much more than just rating. I, I think this is also important for our customers. For purchasing organization, for example, uh, we offer a full service to help uh, procurement organizations to reach their targets much more mm-hmm. easy because we have a dedicated program manager helping them with best practices, mm-hmm. tools and administration administration work on their side. So we try to avoid that. And then, of course, knowledge. We have a lot of knowledge in that area. Then we have international teams of uh, 80 employees helping the suppliers during the onboarding process if they have a lot of questions. And at the end of the day, of course, we uh, need to make sure that the documents are reliable. So we have a team of international CSR analysts. I think it's a balanced mix of process, of digital technology and CSR expertise. Great. And according to you, how complex is the supply chain? Because next, what we are talking about is sustainability in supply chain. Mm-hmm. Yes, as I mentioned at the beginning, supply chains are very complex and uh, volate sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So supply chains are becoming more and more transparent as there are more and more data available Mm -hmm. and also new technologies, for example, uh, blockchain are in use. So, of course, also today, a lot of data is collected already by companies by themselves, like like quality, price, delivery time, financial Mm -hmm. data, and also sometimes CSR data, what we see, they're going to collect in the Mm pre-qualification process. But to make the right decision in procurement, I think therefore it is important that the data, first of all, are up to date and they need to be centrally available. For me, it's also about speed to be ahead of my competition. If we take a look into the future and we know 
there will be a lot of changes. Uh, maybe we have some chatbots. Uh, chatbots, <laughs> for example, will take over tasks for us in in procurement. We need to have real data and data quality. It's, it's essential for that. And procurement will focus more and more on topics such as strategy, added value in the mm -hmm. future, I think. So for some companies, sustainability is already in the center of their risk reduction, cost reduction and uh, generation of added value to, to their business. So these companies use the KPIs of sustainability data in addition uh, in, and in the context of their corporate strategy. Mm -hmm. So uh, having a lot of data is nice. Yeah, <laughs> Intelligent use of the data I think is more important and um, sustainability data belongs to it to make the right decision in the future. Great. And now next set of question is a series of question on supplier rating. Okay. And I'm sure you will enjoy this. So first is, what's the process? How do you rate your suppliers? Our assessment is based on 21 CSR criteria, which is divided into four uh, subjects, team, uh, themes like uh, environment, social, ethics and sustainable procurement. So these are the four okay. themes we are looking at. And the methodology is based on international standards mm -hmm. like UN Global Compact, GRI, ISO 26000 or ILO. So we need to make sure that we are also comply with all main CSR regulations worldwide. So the goal of the Ecovadis rating is to assess the quality of companies CSR management systems. So we are not doing on-site audits. Mm -hmm. We are looking at management system. So what kind of policies have they in place? What kind of actions are they taking mm -hmm. uh, regarding these policies? And what do they report on, for example? So this is the fundamental basic. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, the methodology for the evaluation is based on seven basic principles. That means it's evidence-based. Okay. I think this is quite important. Yes. Uh, here, the burden, of course, of proof is on the, docu uh, yes, on the, yeah. on the uh, company. Mm -hmm. Also, not every company is evaluated in the same way. Mm -hmm. So there's not one size fits it all approach. Mm -hmm. It's more about interesting what kind of industry are you working in, in which mm -hmm. country are you working, and how big you are. So this is, this is very relevant. So before we start with the assessment, we are asking this question and uh, the evaluation is not only based on supporting documents mm -hmm. but also on the information which uh, are public available uh, like published by NGOs, mm -hmm. trade unions, international organizations, uh, press release mm -hmm. or third-party organizations like local auditors, CDP, compliance database and so on. So mm -hmm. it's, it's both sides and I think a rating system can only be reliable if it's supported by technology. Okay. So technology enables that it's that promotes rapid learning, grow and scalability. This mm -hmm. is quite important for large and complex uh, supply chains. So the supporting documents are analyzed and evaluated by a team of CSR expert. Mm -hmm. So this team is quite big. It's over 180, I think, at the moment, mm -hmm. uh, speaking several languages. And the expert uh, team uh, constantly, of course, tracks also the latest uh, and best CSR practices. This is also quite okay. important for companies. Mm -hmm. 
And then we have traceability and transparency. So all documents used in the evaluation process are securely stored and can be traced uh, at any time. This is also uh, quite important for reliability. And um, so, yes, and a professional assessment methodology is a methodology that is open to quality control, of course. Uh, so continuous improvement, stakeholder feedback. So we have, as Ecovadis, implemented a company-wide qualify management system, which is supported by a customer advisory committee and a scientific committee. So it's a very complex yeah. approach. And I think the most valuable outcome of Ecovadis is that we are able to have this complex assessment in a very easy reading scorecard. Great. And just maybe if you need to define how technology is changing the sustainability scenario, what will be your inputs on that? I think uh, there will be a big uh, change in, in uh, with this digital transformation mm. and I think we will need new skills in procurement as well yes. in the future yeah. because we will see a lot of automated mm-hmm. processes. We have, as I said, we have more and more data available. Mm-hmm. We'll have new technologies mm-hmm. and I think at the end of the day, looking at the supply chain, we as Ecovadis only provide content for the supply chain, which is more and more important, mm-hmm. beside all the other information they are collecting. So I think the new technologies will change a lot. Mm-hmm. It will be faster on demand in real time. Mm-hmm. And very often what I see is companies, uh, they, they don't have control uh, at any time because datas are available. Yes. Yeah. And they need to make sure uh, that they are aware what's going on outside there. Great. And it brings me to my next question. Who can come to you for the evaluation, a buyer or even a supplier, directly to gauge their sustainability? Anyone can uh, assess by Covadis. So everyone is welcome. <laughs> everyone is welcome, of course. In most cases, of course, uh, it's driven by companies who wants to get more transparency in, in their supply chain. So, for example, today we are working with over 350 multinational companies mm-hmm. asking us to look at their supply chain and mm-hmm. bring more transparency. But on the other hand, we have today about around 60,000 assessed companies in the database, okay. also worldwide. Increasingly, we see that companies themselves asking for evaluation proactively Mm -hmm. uh, because they want to see, okay, what is my status quo? Where I am at the moment, do I have any gaps? So it's not mandatory for a company to be asked to be elevated. uh, So everyone can do that by themselves. Great. And how does a typical scorecard look like? Because you mentioned about the, the scorecard. Can you highlight some key parameters? First of all, I think the scorecard is very easy to read for everyone. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to have CSR knowledge, mm-hmm. uh, even me. <laughs> I can, I can mm-hmm. read it quite easy. Okay. Um, so the scorecard shows all four subject themes, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which I mentioned. So uh, since each area is evaluated in individually, mm-hmm. uh, the company uh, quickly has an overview of its overall performance mm-hmm. in CSR, but also per subject. So each subject also provides the company with detailed information about uh, my strengths and my weaknesses in that, in that area. And also um, it's prioritized according to urgency. 
So uh, it depends on, for example, the industry. Okay. Yes. So uh, this helped companies quickly to identify what are the most important issues in their industry uh, they need to have implemented mm -hmm. and, and have to have in place. So uh, in addition, there's a 360 watch on the scorecard mm -hmm. on the supplier with uh, regards to third party data and industry. Okay. And now uh, we have evaluated and handed a scorecard to a buyer or a supplier. What happens next? What if a supplier does not perform well? <laughs> This happened. <Yeah. laughs> and it's good that it's happened. Mm -hmm. um, so um, first of all, after the evaluation, uh, the scorecard is shared with the requesting company. Okay. And of course, me as a supplier, I have mm -hmm. access to my scorecard by myself. So it's it's very transparent, uh, transparent for both sides. So this is where the work for companies actually starts. Mm -hmm. As I said, we are delivering data. Yeah. And here you have the data now. That is exactly what companies are working on. So if risk areas have been identified, for example, in the scorecard, uh, then the scorecard also offers detailed information on how to improve, because at the end of the day, we want to improve. Yes. It's not only to have the status quo, we want to move forward mm -hmm. with, with our whole supply base. This is technology also supported on the mm -hmm. platform, so you can set up corrective action plans, for example, to monitor that. So if a supplier doesn't perform well, It doesn't mean, of course, that you are not longer working with them. So it's more to have a status quo mm -hmm. to see, hey, guys, where we are at the moment. Do we have any operational risk? If yes, let's talk about that. So you have the chance to get in, in a relation or, mm -hmm. or a conversation with the, with the supplier to see how you can improve together with the supplier. So this is the target at the end of the day. We want to avoid risk. We want to improve things um, that we have better quality and also for the supplier. It's, it's great yeah. if they see they can move forward with these action points mm -hmm. uh, because uh, they, they become more attractive for the market. Great. And you mentioned there are so many companies coming to EcoWaris. Do you see companies collaborating for attaining the goal of sustainability? Yes. It's my personal view and my uh, opinion. I think this is the most powerful thing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes, we are increasingly seeing industry initi initiatives following a collaborative approach. Mm -hmm. And of course, you can move much more faster as acting as a single company. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, and so Ecovad is also supports a number of industry initiatives like uh, Together for Sustainability, the Rail Responsible mm -hmm. Initiative, yes. Responsible Beauty Initiative, Responsible Health mm -hmm. and Jacques. So uh, yes, uh, we, we see this trend and I think it's the most powerful tool True. they can use. Great. And are you also thinking about sustainability from a global perspective? What is your plan? Ecovadis is already global. Yeah. <laughs> so we have uh, over uh, 12 locations worldwide. Mm -hmm. um, we have over 600 uh, people working mm -hmm. in uh, for Ecovadis, uh, 45 nationalities. So and As I mentioned in the coverage already, uh, we are covering over 152 countries at the moment. So EcoWaris is already an international company yes, yes, catering to all the supplies absolutely. around Other, the world. Otherwise, it's not working. If we yes, only think yeah. about a, a local solution, mm -hmm. it will not work in a global supply chain. And I'm sure the suppliers are spread around throughout the world, right? Yes, yes. So, right. And you have some developed countries uh, where you have much more higher mm -hmm. awareness and you have countries 
where we also as Ecovades work with uh, customers together to bring more awareness in the market. And yes, very that's the important it, part. I it's guess. it's not easy. easy. So. Um, It's also change management yes. and, and also for companies. And mindset. Out. And mindset, yes. And and we try to help mm -hmm. uh, where we can. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is why we are present in so many countries and we are speaking so many languages. <laughs> and now sustainability demands are expanding at its rapid pace. How do you keep up with these? Yes, <laughs> this is, I think, also a, a big value um, working with Ecovadis because, uh, first of all, uh, we are collaborating with international institutions and our teams as well as our technology for example is scanning more than 100,000 sources every mm -hmm. day our methodology the criteria and the standards they are based on a regular reviewed by independent board and if necessary of course we need to improve uh, improve or adapt new regulations so it's an ongoing process and the topic of sustainability is growing and uh, not only stakeholder requirements, also regulatory uh, uh, requirements, we see uh, a lot of soft laws become hard laws. Yes. And so we, we cannot wait. Mm, uh, so we, we screen that on a, on a mm. on regular basis, of course. And even global standards are increasing day by day. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, uh, for example, this year, I think we have, uh, for example, in Australia, in the mm -hmm. Netherlands, uh, For, for child labor so it's it's an ongoing process. process and even in Germany we are discussing yeah. the topics uh, uh, from time to time again <laughs> great and what advice would you give others on getting into the topic of sustainability and specifically in supply chain I think my advice is be aware of the fact that brands and companies of the future will be sustainable so what I see very often is that companies are a little bit overwhelmed and mm -hmm. uh, uh, they don't know where to start. So there are thousands of standards and none at all. <laughs> so this is quite yeah. difficult to handle. So a first contact point, of course, could be, for example, uh, your industry association. Maybe they have some practical guidelines or there's an industry initiative already. But also... Um, You can have a look at uh, industry initiatives. Uh, they have a lot of best practices already. So yeah. it's, it's, it's nothing new. So uh, try to avoid mm -hmm. um, things companies did in the past and yeah. they fail. So learn from the best yes. and, and look mm -hmm. what is good, what, what is working good mm -hmm. and how can I profit from that. But also I think there are guidelines like the German Sustainability Code is a good framework mm -hmm. for small and medium companies, I think. When it comes to human rights along the value change, I think also the help desk of the National Action Plan is very mm -hmm. helpful uh, to understand, okay, uh, what are they looking for and what mm -hmm. is the expectation? Because when you read this, it's not only for Germany. Yes. It's yeah. it's globally. Mm -hmm. And of course, Ecovadis also offers many best practices mm -hmm. and white papers on that topic uh, because we are doing that for more than a decade mm -hmm. and we have so many experience mm -hmm. uh, with our customers. So uh, try to learn from them. And giving the last question will give a philosophical touch. <laughs> Who and where do you look for inspiration on sustainable supply chain related topics? 
to be honest, I don't see sustainability as an isolated issue. True. So for me, it's an overall topic. And therefore, I also exchange with a lot of other specialist groups like uh, compliance people, mm -hmm. finance people, procurement, mm -hmm. HR, uh, supply chain experts, but also people from science. So mm -hmm. I think it's one of the central topics of our time. And it, it requires the effort of the entire society and all areas of the company. So those who don't address the topic today will not play a role in the future. So this is wow. where, where I think I try to find out uh, what is interesting for special groups. Great. Thank you so much, Tanya, for being our, on our show and studio today. Thank Hi, you thank so you. much. Thanks. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks. That's it from this episode from Sustainability. We would love to hear from you. If you have any feedback, ideas, questions or any suggestions for our next guest, please email them to us. If you like our episode, we will be happy to see you subscribe, rate and review our podcast. Till then, happy sustainability.